Welcome to the Bros and Blokes Lifestyle Academy. The show with unique perspectives on the modern man. What's up, everybody? We are back. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, you know, I had to mentally prepare just for that moment. And now, yeah. it's, now it's done. We're good. Uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the premiere episode of season two of the Bros and Blokes Lifestyle Academy. My name is James Rose, and life wouldn't be complete without Mr. Alan with a K. Callan Smith. How are you, bud? Oh, I'm doing good, man. So yes, yesterday, I was helping my sister move. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And... I'm outside her house, and randomly I hear this tunk, 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 tunk sound, and I look over, and on the sidewalk, there's literally like this 13 year old kid running down the street on stilts. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you don't see that kind of stuff. I mean, you might because you're from like Armenia. Ah, oh, there it is. You know, back. And I was talking to my sister's husband. She, he's like, yeah, uh, he's got a friend that lives down the street and they, uh, he rides a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. Who does I've got mine every day. Uh, so this season, of course, will boast a selection of new dropping guests, the voices of those who will stop by to share their insight, knowledge, and wisdom of subjects at hand, and today's episode is no exception. Today's first guest is actually a relation. He's Callan's much younger brother. Oh, you're good. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, no. And recorded by <laughs> Supreme Dick Move. Younger. Supreme Dick Move. <laughs> and recorded. <laughs> this I podcast even, is over. I even <laughs> had it in bold. Uh, and regarded by locals as a fitness guru, coaching at CrossFit Cerberus, and having the heart of a lion. Please welcome Mr. Caleb Smith. How are you, bud? I'm doing pretty good, man. Thank you for that intro. Oh, it means yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. It, I'm sure. It does. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get the explicit tag right away, but. <laughs> the temptation is real. Much beep. Oh, I love it. The guest presence doesn't stop there, folks. We're also delighted to be joined by our first female guest, as well as a certified badass. She's a veteran Ooh. CrossFit athlete, having competed in numerous local and regional fitness competitions. Please welcome Brittany Taylor. How are you? Great. Thank welcome you. Welcome to the show. How are you feeling? How are we doing? Good. Good. Maybe. Yeah. Nervous? <laughs> Sound a little nervous? Yeah. A little nervous. Yeah, once you get a mic in front of your face, it is kind of like... It Ooh, it's, right? it's picking up everything I'm saying. Did <laughs> <laughs> oh I say the wrong thing? Uh, so obviously we continue to face some dark days and with that comes some sad news. We're going to be without our fellow friend, fitness slash Fortnite guru, Mr. Tyler Gatlin for an indefinite amount of time. Uh, no, he hasn't got Corona, but obviously <laughs> life is changing and he is adapting to said changes. So we wish him well and hope he returns to us soon. Uh, do give him a follow on the old Instagram. It is at tgat 15 uh, but the show goes on. Uh, so let's just jump right in, guys. Season two, I thought I'd take us full circle, circle of life, right? Thanks, Lion King. <laughs> Thanks, Lion King. Reference. Is that going to be like the next Netflix special? Like we had Tiger King and now we're going to have Lion, Lion King. King. <laughs> it's going to be a battle of tigers. Uh, so we be- Disney, it won't be on. <laughs> That's true. That's you true. don't have to whisper. Uh, <laughs> She's nervous. <laughs> we began season one with a debate on news headlines on certain lifestyle statements. Well, this time, uh, I thought we'd do the same and examine some fact or fake news on the good old coronavirus. Oh, good old coronavirus topic. claims. Why not, right? It's a good old healthy debate just to start season two. Uh, so let's jump in. Here's the first one. We've got four to share with you today. And like last time, I'm not going to actually say where they came from because, you know, we're, we're all good friends here. We like to make friends with all the, the media, or maybe not, anyway. Uh, here is <laughs> quote number one. Enormous evidence suggests COVID-19 actually originated in a Chinese laboratory. Alan with a K. Discuss. I... Yeah, I, I do want to discuss because I, I it's, it kind of like it's baffling a little yeah. bit where the coronavirus has literally been around forever. Like we mm-hmm. we actually known about this for a long time, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And 
and then the most virulent strain in history, world history, that affects you know it's a specific portion of the population, global population, and just happen to originate like right next to a bioweapons lab. And people are like, "How dare you insinuate insinuate that that is linked somehow?" Right. And I'm like. Eh. It's a communist country. It's a bioweapons <laughs> lab. <laughs> like, how, how do you not insinuate that that's not a possibility? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a fact or fiction. I, you decide. That's up to you. But do you I do that, know. Yeah, guys. Sorry. I do know that the uh, one of the, the the side effects of the, the Rona, as we like to call it here in the, in the MO. Missouri, yes. The Rona. Uh, is, <laughs> is, is that uh, it causes mass hysteria that makes people buy toilet paper. And I think that's kind of crazy. That so, that's actually a good segue. Why is it the Chinese to blame? No, why are we? Why are we still running out of toilet paper? Like, that's what's... actually a fact. Still, like, that's a true yes. fact, right? Like, yes. Why? Why are we running out of toilet paper? What's the, What's the deal with that? I actually read a report about this um, because, like, the first stuff that was that was selling out was toilet paper, Hungry Man TV dinners. <laughs> And then, of course, the disinfectants. But the like, the report I read on it was written from a psychology standpoint. And like, during mass hysteria, like people buy things that they can afford, so they're stockpiling on things. That was like, dude. Okay, so when this when this ends, if if it ends, but if it it, when when it kind of like subsides and dies down because we're starting to reopen right now, like. Are people going to have like a mountain of just TP in their garage? You, you, you guarantee it. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like people are, people know that they've got so much that they're going to start like almost price gouging. Like they're going to say, okay, well, if you need toilet paper, I, I've, I got a bunch in the backyard over here. <laughs> Cal, it, did, well, you, did you run out of toilet paper? You still got a good stock? No, I still got plenty. The memes were amazing. Like oh instead of paying with cash, you're paying with toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many rolls, how many leaves? Um, so, fact or fake news then? Did it start in a Chinese laboratory? Because the other thing was it might have started in a wet market. So, yeah, yeah, that, like bats, like yeah, wild, yeah. wild wings, with, right? Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. So, fact or fake news, what do you think? Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Maybe. I'm in between. Yeah, in between. Yeah, okay. I'm a waffling. <laughs> I'm waffling right now. <laughs> <laughs> totally waffling. All right, let's go on to the next one. Number two, doctors say they found a COVID-19 patient with symptoms back in December. What earlier, think? I think it happened earlier. Earlier than that? Oh wow! Okay. Like here in the U.S. Uh, didn't specify, but let's just How say. How accurate is this reporting? Like that's, <laughs> it, you know, I, I feel like so Copy, many people have already paste. had that. Like so many people have already had it, like, or at least you know where they're like, hey, you know what? I think I actually did have that because I fit all the symptoms. Right. But that's when you're like WebMDing yourself, and you're like, oh my god, I have cancer, and you're like, well, I actually just bloated, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's, there seemed to be a thing going around, like especially around December time, where people, especially the friends that I know, like did get sick, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's just a flu. It's just a flu. Yeah. You know, just a seasonal thing." But then, of course, when the coronavirus news came out, it was like, oh, "Maybe I had corona. Maybe I had it, guys. I don't know." Was was that was that you? <laughs> I did get sick back. It was like November ish, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. And it yeah. took me. So I did like randomly spike a fever. I left work. I was like, I have the flu because I had body aches. I was congested. Right, I couldn't right. breathe. Went and had the flu test. And they're like, no, you're negative. But there's this virus going around that we don't. The, the physician literally said to me, there's a virus going around that isn't reacting to anything. So we can give you some steroids, but it's probably not going to work. Wow. Okay. So I took steroids. I went home. I was like, please work. Did not work. And so- I was sick for like three or four weeks. It was awful. 
So were you having like, I think the biggest thing this corona is like breathing issues, like respiratory, like, was that like the key symptom or was it just like to you like a flu? Was it just like- No, it started off flu, but like I have respiratory issues to begin with. So like anytime I get sick, it gets complicated. So yes, it was respiratory, but- It could have been anything. Could have been anything, yeah. yeah. And that's that's what's funny is that people are just linking it back. But that's had, yeah. Go ahead. I just had a nightmare scenario flash through my head. Like I was over uh, at a at, at a friend's house one time, um, and we we were in the in their garage, and the door is open, right? And I can hear this sound. It's like this, you know, kind of sound like what the freak is that? And it's their neighbor's pug. Like, is the rotavirus going to, like, turn everybody into that? Like, I'm really concerned. You're just, like, walking, the, you know, you're walking down the street. And you just, ah, 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 ah. sound like you're being chased by a herd of zombies, but it's just, like, two people behind you. Sorry. Two to minutes ago. Just over here. Make a of pug. Look out, guys. Uh, but okay. it actually fixes the pugs. Like, it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> now they're breathing normally. <laughs> uh, Caleb, any thoughts, bud? What do you think? Uh Heather Maynard, she works at North Kansas City Hospital. She's in charge of like a name drop, a big unit. Sure, uh, and that's actually one of the speculations is that they there was a major increase of sickness mm. during November and December, and actually like late October, and where more people were dying and stuff like that. Huh. And they actually think that that is like was the first wave of coronavirus. Huh. And also, like we're in the second wave. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Or maybe third or fifth. Well, that's a good point, though, because I think this thing is technically ahead. It's got like a two step ahead kind of mentality. So maybe, maybe you're right. Like maybe we did have the first wave already and no one really knew about it. And now that we've kind of, I don't know, like that's just, it's a good point. I mean, it could have already started. And anyway, we'll see. All right. Uh, quote number three children and young teens are as vulnerable to the COVID 19 disease as seniors. And none of us are doctors. Uh, no. Let's <laughs> point, throw well, that out there real they, quick. There is like this quote unquote new symptoms related to COVID. Right, right in New York, right? Like well, no, there's thing? like there, there was a positive case at um, Children's Mercy. Oh, just here recently? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I, in the I, beginning, they were saying that like children were basically just like carrier monkeys. Yeah. They didn't show signs or symptoms. Yeah. And that was the reason why like New York shut down schools and daycares is because kids were getting it but they were non-symptomatic and so they were, were passing it to everybody. Sure, sure. But now they're saying like this new like inflammation, swelling is COVID as well. And But there, yeah, there was a positive case in Kansas City. That's really interesting. I, I read something where it's like 20, the, out of the 20, like 27,000 people that died in New York, only 12 of them were kids. Damn. And, and just like based on that, it's kind of like, I, when you're telling me like the average age of death from coronavirus is 81 right mm-hmm. and the average lifespan of us is 78 like so I do you think like do you think this is like a media attempt to kind of send a message to the masses that we should all be taking care of it although kids might not as you said with your stat kids might not be as vulnerable as it but the media are like look we want everyone to you know the media has a, a powerful role in all of this oh, so that ratings machine ratings, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. yeah so in a sense it's almost suggesting that like kids there are going to be kids out there that may have conditions that they might not even know about because they're so young true. that could suddenly be triggered by this. But are they like seniors as vulnerable? I mean, that's that's a big question mark, isn't it? I yeah, I, I don't think I don't think so. I, I don't. I mean, if you're older, if you're over the age of of seventy, like you have, or, or even sixty, I think you have mm-hmm. a much higher chance of like not just getting coronavirus but also dying from it. Right. And if you have pre-existing conditions, it doesn't really matter what age you are because it doesn't. I mean, that's just an, an unfortunate thing. Sure. Sure. 
All right, the last quote. Coronavirus could return even stronger than before in winter of 2020. Oh, winter's coming. Winter's coming. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I, did, I did see a thing that said that this could be one of the darkest winters in modern history, quote unquote. And that's when I saw that, I was like... That's tough to beat because that, that last <laughs> season of Game of Thrones was one of the darkest winters <laughs> that I've ever had because it was so depressing. <laughs> that was, yeah. uh, Caleb, any thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I mean, that's why all the speculations leading up to is yeah. that it's going to come back and it's going to come back bigger and badder and I guess got to wait to find. Out. Yeah. That's, that's the scary thing too. I think we we're also aware of it now. And then when it does come back, are we going to be as willing to go back into quarantine to put back on the masks or is it going to be like, Oh, we've dealt with this already. Let's, you know, let's fight against it. There's this uh, thing about herd immunity coming out that the Swedes did. I don't know if you guys heard about that where the they what? just, yeah, this aren't the Swedes at like the Swedes. Z- yeah. Zero, like, eradicated it from sweden so they're i think as far as i read they're just at like living their normal lives they're just out and about they're just embracing it and their philosophy is well you know almost survival of the fittest if you go out there and let's all be together and it's going to build your immunity which is kind of kind of a thing right like oh hey when i was a kid i used to play in a cow pasture and throw (laughs) around like cow patties right like i grew up in a rural (laughs) rural, small rural town you know we lived next to a farm and that was just what you know you play in dirty creeks like cows like walk through it you drink out of it poop in it you know like disgusting stuff but when you're a kid you don't really think about that right and it is like my mom's always like get outside you know i'm like okay fine you know and then i just like find ways to entertain entertain myself with like a stick and <laughs> and and you get germs you play in the dirt you get you know you get germs you get dirty and then like yeah, i'm not really that concerned because yeah. i feel like i got a pretty decent immune system because yeah. i mean I'm a dirty person. <laughs> That's what that smells. Uh, <laughs> and and, and uh, just to add on to what you're saying, like yeah. uh, dark, like darkest days coming up. This is factual. Where do you remember all the models that they were touting? Um, like, oh man, we're gonna hit like a hundred. You know, to potentially two hundred forty thousand people will die by April. You know, like you know, and, and it's like super doom and gloom. Best case scenario, a hundred thousand. And we've we've been like wildly off on all of their predictions consistently. So for them to be like, yo, it's going to happen even worse in, you know, winter 2020. That's, that's, I think it's like Caleb said, big question mark. I mean, we just, we just don't know. But I, like I said in the previous point, I do think the media has such a strong, powerful response, I say responsibility, but it is because they can, they can say fudge numbers, but they can, you know, there's suddenly a slight outbreak somewhere and they have that as their front page news. Yeah. That could steer it, us all. Unfortunately, yeah. like also the media has been caught lying time and time again, like the beaches in Florida, like look at these packed beaches, but the picture was from like oh, yeah, 2007. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you're like, what are you doing? Like you're, con- you're like, you're intentionally manipulating. And right. then like, uh, there was a, a line, I want to say in like Wisconsin where people were supposed to be lining up to get, uh, testing right for coronavirus and nobody showed up. So CBS got caught like oh going gosh. around and trying to draw people up and say, Hey, would you stand in this line even though we're not actually going to test you? Wow. And it's kind of like, what? And you're, putting, you're actually putting those people at risk <laughs> because they're standing next to each, each other. other. And it's kind of like that, that to me, ugh, like yeah. that's, that's your journalistic integrity right now is, is a little lacking. So then just quickly to conclude, to go around the table then. So what do we think is, Moving forward, do we see us all going back into lockdown same way, or are we just going to kind of gradually ease back to reality now? We'll start, Brittany. What do you What do you think? 
I think our future is forever changed. Okay. Cool. I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that, you know, 10 feet apart or six, six feet apart is going to last forever, but I do sure. think that businesses and people are, are, I hope potentially going to be more aware of how disgusting we lived before. Like people will hopefully wash their hands a little bit more, but I don't wear a face mask and I don't plan to I'm not going to be a Costco goer because I'm not going <laughs> to wear my face it's mask. It's not like Corona where you, you know, like nobody drinks Corona anymore. That is yeah. funny. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. It's on sale. <laughs> Poor guys. Like I feel bad. It tastes like shit anyway. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, actually, oh, so one of the, I do want to like highlight a few positives sure, maybe, yeah. from the, the Rona. Like, Okay, pollution, right? So the yeah. canals in Italy, like in Venice, yeah, you can actually there, see the bottom see of them. Yeah. And in China, it's like the smog is like 30% or more better. Like more better. I know that doesn't, like that's not grammatically <laughs> You're correct. you Whatever. Uh, <laughs> and and I, was, I was looking at it like, okay, so gas prices were down to like $1.37 here in Missouri. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Nice. This is amazing. Yeah. You know? and, yeah, and then I got pissed because they jumped like it's almost Memorial Weekend and they mm-hmm. jumped up to like $1.59. I'm like, what? You know, like overnight, really? But ExxonMobil's stock is like $44 a share what <laughs> what how many did it's, you buy <laughs> I, I didn't but i thought about it yeah, yeah. like ah it's kind of that's kind of crazy yeah. i mean it's just it's so nuts take it and run with it uh caleb what do you think moving forward doom and gloom it's gonna uh, ease back to reality yeah i'm kind of on the same thing with Callum. like yeah we've been so far off the predictions it's like i i just don't see it being that bad yeah no i think you're right i think that's the thing too is that the numbers say one thing but everyone else has got their own opinions and how strong it is and so in, in a sense in a way it's kind of sad to see that it's become so divisive mm-hmm. but at the same time i think if we all do come together and try and you know live normal lives again it you know might yeah. make us all sane as humans ultimately. And that's in the, what you said about sweden i mean that's huge like nobody nobody wants to call this the new normal i hate that term right it's like when people are like uh you know, that buzzword vegan, and now we're going to change it to uh, plant-based. Like, I, I <laughs> rose. Like, no. <laughs> you know, like, buzzword. Coronavirus has changed it to new normal, and I hate I hate calling it that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't accept it. And I, like, Sweden, they're they're crushing it by just being them and yeah. being themselves. And that, why can't we just do that here? Instead of having, like, a some kind of political divide where it's like, well, either you're with us and you're for life or you're against us and you want people to die. And it's like, I don't want anybody to die. I just, you know, I do want to live and we all need jobs. We need money. We need to pay for our families, have food, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally with you. Yeah. Along the lines of fact or fiction though, like the tagline of like, stop the spread somehow turned into like, it was supposed to slow the spread, not stop it. And Mm -hmm. like somehow people like twisted that in their head and, if you go out and do these things, you're going to kill somebody. Right. Yeah. And that's on you. Blood is on your hands. You know, I hate I that. It's like blood's <laughs> on my hands. Really? Like, <laughs> man. Uh, any other thoughts? Got uh, it all wrapped up? Yeah. Or? Yeah. You know, it, flu does kill a lot of people every year. We didn't care back then. And I mean, every 37 seconds, literally someone dies from mm-hmm. heart disease, which is the number one killer in the United States. Automobiles, 160,000 people a year die. Like, should we even be driving? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, seriously, like, no, like it, it gets to a point where it becomes silly. Where <laughs> I, yeah. you know, I, I understand that people are dying from this and it's a, it's a serious thing, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you kind of check yourself, like start thinking about what it is you're saying and, and realize that there's so many other issues that you never cared about before mm-hmm. today that maybe you should 
think about now instead of just put you know piling all your eggs in this one basket there is a documentary on netflix 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 Netflix. well that's how you say it in armenia that's that's how it's pronounced um that did this uh it's had this graph and on one side it was like severity of virus and the other one was like you know amount of deaths per year whatever coronavirus is actually low on both scales and that's the reality right there is that the numbers are low I think the thing that's freaking out a lot of people is the fact that we don't have a virus for it. Uh, not a virus. Uh, vaccine. vaccine. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's new. It's, it's new. That's it. And that's So I think as soon as we get that, you know, and that's could open up a whole, you know, door about do we get it or not. But anyway, I think once we have that kind of safety net, I think a lot of people will then be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and my, one of my, my, my biggest complaints about the whole thing is like, I, I can't find like a Chinese food restaurant that's open. And I'm, I'm serious. Like it really, I love Chinese food. <laughs> and I've, I've been looking, like I have to make it myself and it's not the same. <laughs> like, I'm terrible at it. And I just need, I need some, what's that I, I place need some called? General Happy chicken. What's that? Panda? No. Panda Express. F Panda Express. That is not Jack Chinese. hot garbage. I know it's cool. Hot garbage. <laughs> Panda Express. No. It sounds like a roller coaster. All right. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Look, wow. <laughs> hey, I'm Armenian or whatever. Yeah, Armenian, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, let's wrap it up. Remember, folks, uh, we have plenty of shows for your listening enjoyment from season one. So don't forget to check those out and follow us on our social media at Bros and Blokes on Twitter instagram and the old book of all faces we will catch you next time 